0: And welcome to The Chinwag with me Tofty.
1: Me Woody, hello.
0: And today our special guest who's been dragged onto The Chinwag <laughs> kicking and screaming is Melissa Todman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh it hasn't been that bad has it? No she was apprehensive but we're very glad that she's come on today because we think she's great. Oh yeah we do. Kind of you to say. So Melissa, everyone probably knows who you are, but if you just could introduce yourself and just a bit about what you do, anyone that needs a refresher.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So I'm Melissa. I'm married to Clover, one of the pastors Mm. at Whitcomb, mum to Jasmine and Amber, and I'm an architect. Mm. Okay,
1: (laughs) you've said the word, Melissa. We had a pharmacist on, Amy, the other week and we are able to find out that pharmacy is not just putting pills in a bottle. Is yeah. architecture just glorified drawing of pictures or is it something much more complicated? <laughs> do enlighten us, please.
2: I do just get told i colour in all day and work on SketchUp, according to Amber. I just, I just play <laughs> around on SketchUp.
1: Just by now, your own child.
2: I know. <laughs> architecture is a bit more complicated than that. Not not hugely more. So we design buildings. But to be honest, a lot of architecture is coordinating other people and other things. Mm. So as an architect, you kind of have to have a little bit of a range of knowledge of lots of different disciplines. So engineers and Mm. structural engineers, mechanical engineers. And it's our job really to make sure everything fits together so you get asked a lot of questions about can this go here can that go there how big is this how give us this measurement and so yeah you're essentially doing a lot of coordinating and and then we get to do the fun stuff so we get to design how it looks Mm. don't ask me about how it stands up but yeah we get to (laughs) that's an engineer's job but there we get Mm. to yeah we get the fun stuff of seeing how it looks and hopefully realize what people imagine so when clients come to us and say we want a building that looks like this we can hopefully help them deliver that which mm-hmm. is hopefully the case at, at church with the, the building yeah. project just finishing
0: what's your favorite thing that you've worked on
2: well so I've had quite a niche career actually in that I've done a lot of car dealerships which is not something oh, I ever thought I would get okay. into but that's where the the jobs were oh. um, I'm currently working on a school which is a really hmm. nice change but yeah I don't I don't know I've I've enjoyed every every project that I've worked on has had good bits and bad bits and Mm. it's it's a very varied profession so what as I say one day I could be working on a car dealership and another day Mm. I'm working on a school another Mm. day I'm working on a business park it yeah it's great variety
1: Fair, Mm. and I think that
2: does that answer your question (laughs) that does answer my question yeah I I shall
1: endeavor to make less of my drawing drinks Thanks. (laughs)
2: Thanks. <laughs> we do do a lot of drawing and making things look pretty.
1: Uh, brilliant. We need to get someone who does geography on and then they can clarify what geography is because that's also with glorified colouring you know, I'm told.
0: Yeah, so how has your lockdown been? I mean, it's really great that you're able to leave the house now (laughs) we've been able to enjoy one-to-ones in person which is such a treat I mean it's nice that we get to really enjoy being able to make you know not taking it for granted anymore being able to actually be in person with people so that's been really fun but um what else have you been up to over the lockdown period?
2: So as Susanna alluded to I've, I've been shielding for the most the majority of lockdown so it's involved a lot of being at home but actually, mm-hmm. that's been a real blessing in lots of ways. So I was on furlough for three months at the start of lockdown from my job, which at first I was a bit gutted about, but then it was brilliant. It was just mm-hmm. a time of enforced rest. And mm-hmm. I was able to do, just spend so much more time with the, with the girls and with Clover. And we played a lot of games, mm-hmm. ate a stupid amount of food. Um <laughs> Got to like do I don't know crazy cooking creations. So like we have a we have a game which is called Go Nuts for Donuts, um, <laughs> which is a game where you have to collect different types of donuts that are worth different points. But we spent a day recreating the donut game mm. in edible form, which was really fun. Yeah, I still
0: um, think of that. And it was so impressive. You sure didn't you? Yeah. It was. Well,
2: yeah. No, that was fun. I learned how to crochet toys which is quite niche thing, but so and anyone that's had a baby during lockdown at church has pretty much received a crochet toy from me, which Aww. they're really fun and quite cute. Yeah, it's been like, I'm just very thankful for time um, to be able to spend more time with God, more time reading the Bible, more time praying and just not being in a rush all the time. That's mm. been, that's been really nice. But as, as you say, Susanna, I am very thankful that mm we can now see people in person that's lovely I was very excited to be back at church last Sunday Mm. morning because that was the first time I'd been back in person for a long time and yeah I've missed everyone so much so Mm. yeah no it's really great to see people in person
0: Mm. and you also said that you were collecting uh, ice creams I felt like we should put out a (laughs) request anyone that
2: can find you the last one so our family love love a good tradition and um a lockdown tradition has been to eat a tub of ben and jerry's ice cream as a family every sunday evening after church (laughs) but we're we've tried to go through all the flavors of ben and jerry's and So far, I think we've got something like 19 flavours, which is a bit of a horrendous amount of ice cream to have eaten. (laughs) Some of them have not been great. I would not recommend Netflix and chilled, which is peanut butter and pretzel in ice cream. what? It's not good. Well, my sister recommended it, it's not good. But but currently we've been collecting the lids to the tubs and we're hoping to put them in a frame. But we've got an odd number currently, which is yeah. really frustrating. So we can't we can't complete this frame. So, yeah, we, we're on the hunt for another, another flavour of ice cream that we have not tried yet. But, wow. no, that's been fun.
1: What did you think of birthday cake?
2: I did quite like birthday cake. Birthday cake really? is very popular in my house. I, d- I didn't maybe like it as much as everyone else. I think my favourite one so far has been cookie dough switched up, I think it's called which is, because I really like the original cookie dough, mm. Ben and Jerry's. So it's like that, but with the addition of Oreo pieces in it. So,
0: that sounds really good. So yeah, wow. that
2: was really good. I think that's my favourite one so far. Where do you get them from? Sainsbury's? I have to say, I don't get them because I haven't been oh. going shopping. Clover gets them from Sainsbury's, yes. <laughs> okay. But every time he sees a new flavour, he picks it up. So <laughs> our freezer is often quite full of ice cream. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> the co-op across the road from church has put their, Ben and Jerry's prices down to three quid, yeah. which is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's been a fun tradition.
1: Adam, what have you been up to this week? We were up at Clovers on Tuesday for our seminar, which was great. And I managed to step on my bike helmet and break it. I found out that apparently you're supposed to replace your bike helmet every three or four years, or at least that's what the guy in the bike store said. And I've been using the same helmet for about 10 years So, in many ways, it it was good to have a a forced reason to get a new helmet. I did gorilla tape it up and I actually felt quite secure. But I was like, if my mother found out that I was cycling with a a taped up helmet, (laughs) she would probably skin me alive. So I decided to get a new one.
2: I'm glad to hear you replaced it. Yes,
1: rest assured. You know, (laughs) some common sense has been learned over the past five years (laughs) at Bath.
0: Claire found you a really good one, a unicorn one. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, the onus is on Clover to get that for me as a late <laughs> birthday present. So, yeah.
2: bear the, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a prod.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Think, I'm also keen now that we can go inside. I'm really keen to do it. A Hamilton viewing party. <laughs> I, I, I started watching Hamilton musical with my um, mum back home, but after the first song, she said she a couldn't hear it. And B she wasn't a fan of rap, which isn't that's the a best slight rap.
0: downer for yeah. Hamilton. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't really like rap and music, but I really liked
2: Hamilton, so... We got Disney Plus for a month just so we could watch Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I did that too. Did you
2: enjoy it, Melissa? I did. I think, so it's really popular at the girls' school, so I'd heard a lot of the songs on repeat for a lot of time before Mm -hmm. we saw it. So I think had I seen it fresh, I would have maybe enjoyed it more. Mm. But Mm. it was very clever how it was done. Like it's completely not completely different to anything I've ever mm. seen,
0: and I'm a big fan of musicals, so it's good. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, you say what Hamilton is, it's a musical about Alexander Hamilton. Yes. History bus will know who that is. You found one the, of the um, founding fathers of America. Founding fathers of America, yes. And it's, it's all kind of created, and all the songs written by one guy called Manuel Miranda, and then he also plays the main character in the original cast. So. He's a very talented man he, Like made it all up
1: and it's all rap and singing it's really cool well why don't we find out what you've done this week uh, anything well, of interest
0: probably the best thing about my week was just spending time with, with phoebe and becky obviously as well. <laughs> 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 it's a given that i enjoy spending time with Becky. but we were so cute we went we went on a little walk and sat in the gardens phoebe's like quite sneaky like she kept like picking up a twig and then like pretending like she was just gonna hold it and play with it and then be like Bring it closer and closer to her mouth. <laughs> and then we found she'd, like, stuffed dandelion please, <laughs> to, so, like, save for later. So we were just, I don't know, she's just so cute. And then we saw her just now. Yeah, so much smiley than she used to be. Like, she used to kind of scowl at me and, like, not smile at me <laughs> at all. Whereas now she's like, she's really happy, so that's nice. She is a cutie. Yeah. Mm. I haven't really done much else this week, to be honest, apart from doing my talk for T two. but I don't really want to go into that now.
1: <laughs> well, Speaking of talks.
0: Oh, uh, excellent segue, Adam. Oh there we yeah, yeah. go,
1: <laughs> This is a week where the transition is as sweet as <laughs> Melissa. Oh, oh, I I, I, and we are talking about Phoebe. Oh, it just it all fits oh, together.
0: Yeah, oh <laughs> well.
1: um, the just the script just writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, I believe you've prepared for us a thought for the day. Perhaps you would like to take the floor this <laughs> <It's> way. <laughs>
2: I have. So, so Susanna was talking earlier about being able to do one-to-ones in person, which so I'm, I've been doing a meeting up with Susanna and we've been looking at a book called Side by Side by Ed Welch. And it's a book that I've done previously with Ladies Bible Study, which is, it's a really like concise book of practical tips in how to love each other well as a church. But the, the first half of the book kind of concentrates on our own neediness and how that qualifies us to help other people and so it starts off looking at us recognizing the sin in our own hearts and lately particularly over lockdown I've been thinking a lot about about prayer and my prayer life and how I speak to God and I think when it comes to prayer I've often been quite focused on praying for circumstances rather than praying for my heart and for what God can teach me through things or for, for how he's changing me and um, so so one of the examples in in Side by Side that we were just looking at was uh, sort of like if you're asking for for prayer for, for from other people for example if you're really tired rather than asking for rest you you should ask for rest but also that you would know that Jesus gives us rest and that that I would trust in Jesus promising to give rest. And I think I've just been challenged by kind of the depth of prayer and often I can kind of just get sort of wrapped up in praying for specific things but not actually looking at what God is teaching us through it. And and I think also in Ladies Bible Study we've also been looking at Knowing God the book by Jim Packer. We a few weeks ago we were looking at the majesty of God and dwelling on his greatness and his goodness and his faithfulness and i think i was struck by how infrequently i when i pray that i just i just talk to god about how good he is i think so often i probably go straight to lord please can you help me with this but actually it's such when we like when we dwell on how 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 god's character is just so amazing it's such an encouragement and a comfort and and we don't have to bring anything to him we can just we can just praise him for who he is. So I think I've been really struck by the fact that a lot of the Psalms are are talking about just God's character and and how amazing he is and that then encourages us in our circumstances. So I think that yeah I've just been challenged to pray differently and focus on kind of the unseen rather than the seen, so so the, what God's doing behind the scenes and not just the circumstances. And a verse that's become kind of my go-to verse, particularly over lockdown, is 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18, which says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I found that just a real encouragement over lockdown when I've physically been feeling quite frail. Just for God to fix my eyes on him has been a real encouragement and I'd encourage others to do the same.
0: Great. Well, that was that's kind of some of that stuff from what we're going to be talking about today.
2: Yeah, I may have nicked a bit. Oh. Of what we
0: today. No, it was a bit um, from last
2: week and a bit it, from today.
0: Oh, yeah, I I'm going to read the chapter after this. So I think, I, think it's a <laughs> I think that sounds really like, yeah, really helpful. I guess like helping people also know how to pray for you as well as you being able to connect your leads to god's character as well yeah being able to pray what kind of you want to believe about god and how that will change yeah. how you feel i think that's really helpful
1: i agree and also the reminder there of it's so easy to get caught up on the god please can i have changes in this circumstance and this circumstance in this circumstance just having a moment to step back and be like oh you know what god you're amazing
2: mm-hmm.
1: Cause me to delight in you more through yeah. these circumstances mm-hmm.
2: yeah completely
1: is a good and firm <laughs> reminder for us
2: all
1: mm. so i realized
2: nice. that i think a lot of the thought of the days have been about prayer so sorry it's not very varied but that's a bit of so my a yes that god <laughs> wants to bring home to people
0: so <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> no it's really cool all
1: right well thank you very much then melissa i wonder you. would you like to continue holding the floor and tell oh. us about your recommendations
2: <laughs> sure so my first recommendation is is maybe a bit niche so as I said earlier I, I have developed a, a like of um, crocheting toys and there's a website called jesshuff.com which I came across during lockdown and she's basically it's, it's a blog where she's put patterns up for lots of different animals and toys so I've just been she has kind of safari animals and jungle animals and Mm -hmm. rabbits and things and so I've just been working my way through her patterns and making toys which are pretty fun so I can recommend that and my other recommendation is there's a pub in Oldfield Park called the Moorfields that opened last autumn it's just around the corner from us so that's why I'm recommending it but it's owned by the same people that run the Hare and Hound in Lansdowne if you know mm. what that is but it's kind of a gastro pub with really nice food and they've got they've done like loads of Work to refurbish their garden outside to accommodate all the outdoor hospitality. Mm. So, whenever we drive past, it looks lovely and lit up with fairy lights and oh. things. Yeah, no, we managed to go there before the November lockdown, before we got locked down again, and it was yeah, yummy food and it's really mm. nice that that's our local pub now. Mm. So, I've
0: yeah. heard of it. I'd like to go sometime, but I guess. Now we don't have to rely on going outside so much because you can go in anywhere. (laughs) But it's good to know about.
2: I think Clover said that there's still restrictions on how many people can eat inside from Monday. So I
0: guess if you want to have a bigger group, you can go Yeah. Mm. yeah. My recommendation is also food-related. So I went with Miriam a couple of weeks ago up to Alexander Park. And this is an incentive to go up to Alexander Park if you don't want to walk up the hill. You get to the top, I think on the weekends there's a shoe patisserie van which is the most bath thing ever. <laughs> 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 to have a shoe patisserie van in a park. <laughs> yeah, what varieties like, of shoe?
2: Like so, an and shoe yeah, buns? they're like
0: little kind of cir- cir- I don't know, what they called, ducks, circles. You, you've really not narrowed it down
1: right here, Susanna. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I can't, I wish I could show you a picture but I will you know, we'll be able to see a picture. Yeah, they have like really nice flavours. Like I have chocolate hazelnut. They have like specials like jaffa cake. I don't know. special? Yeah, it is. That's a torture. They do like special flavours each week, different ones, but they have a set menu and then like they're all like pretty and swirly and like, I don't know, they're only two pounds each. Like They're kind of small-ish, but they're very sweet, so you wouldn't want a huge one. But um, definitely recommend. It's such like a, a fun, classy way to spend an afternoon <laughs> is to sit and look at that view with a shoe bun. So... I'd recommend that it's great sounds great that is my favorite view of bath yeah from park.
1: i spent the first four years of my bath life going up to alexandria park but only looking at the view where the trees were and not knowing they went <laughs> like the 10 meters around the edge there was a beautiful platform. so i discovered i discovered that this year and the student showed it to me and I was like wow I've really been missing out on this one this sucks or, you this really sucks. have
2: to go up all that way and not actually get with
1: you. Yeah. so <laughs> my recommendation going in with a fantasy book this week by an author called Brandon Sanderson discovered him recently and really been in. Enjo- I've read two of it well finished one about to finish another But the book I'm going to recommend is called Elantris. And this is a one-off book for fantasy, which is quite handy because a lot of fantasy books require you to read about two dozen other books to get the (laughs) full experience. But this one, you can read it, not have any follow-up. And it's great. It's a self-contained story. And it was clean. It was good content. I enjoyed myself. So I'm going to recommend that. If you're in need of a new fantasy book, Mm -hmm. Elantris is where to go. I say no it's been out for like twenty years at this point <laughs> <laughs> just under twenty. Oh that's good. Susanna, want,
0: I'll I'm fin- looking to you for a good segue. Oh, I got a
1: good You should finish what you started, you know.
0: Okay. It's the end of the podcast now. Bye. <laughs> 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 so we are going to go <laughs> so lovely to have you on Melissa thanks for coming on I hope it wasn't too uncomfortable you did great you didn't yeah it was fine
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naza we just fall into fits of giggles thank you for thank you for having me it's uh, lovely to oh, chat well, to you well.
0: babe. yeah and um, thank you everyone for listening I hope you all have a great week and um, it's bye from me. from me bye from me bye from me Bye. bye <laughs>